Hey guys, welcome to the Sunflower Foreigner podcast. My name is Joe. I'm your host. If you're interested in travel, exploring cultures, or learning about my journey as a black woman living abroad, this is the perfect place for you. Stay tuned every Wednesday for new advice, stories, and my travel shenanigans. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome to the Sunflower Foreigner podcast episode two, 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 two. I'm super excited. Thank you for being here. So today we're talking about South Korea. This is the second uh, episode in the series for South Korea. And I'm talking about fake friends. Now, obviously you guys know I lived in Korea for about four years and now I work between Korea and Los Angeles where I'm from. And in that time, I've met a lot of people. I've met good people. I've met not so good people. I've met anxious people. I've met cool people. And I've met a lot of friends and fake friends. And I think the reason why I wanted to bring this up to you guys is because it's so easy to think that someone is for you or on your team when you're in Korea in a foreign place and then realize, oh, they're really not for me like that. Crazy. And it's just, you know, it's easier to find people who are genuine ahead of time. And so I'm going to give you some tips on things to look for so you know whether or not it's a fake friendship or it's a real friendship. So as you guys know, when I first went to Korea, I didn't know anything about Korea. I mentioned this in the last podcast, episode one. So if you haven't listened to it, go check it out. But I didn't know anything about Korea. I didn't have any Korean friends. I knew nothing. So when I got there, my talk program, the program I went to in order to teach Korean, English, sorry, they had set it up pretty cool to where I was able to have like mentors and, you know, they kind of like hired people to be our friends. <laughs> now that I think about it, it was kind of like that. So uh, they kind of hired people to be our friends to show us around and stuff like that. But it wasn't like a true, like genuine, like they, it was work for them. So like five o'clock, bro, I'm off, I'm out. And it's just like, oh, okay. All right. Well, see you next time type of thing. So I don't mean fake friendships like that because that was just to help us kind of get us into the culture. Uh, I mean, in terms of like people you meet. So in Korea, as we know, learning English is a really big business. It's a big deal. And a lot of times, especially where I was working in Gangnam, uh, it's very expensive to find English teachers that are good or things like that. So a few things happen when you go to Korea as a foreigner. And it, I would imagine that it depends on your ethnicity too. I'm just being honest. I know that Caucasian people typically get way more um, accolades and they get way more attention because of their skin tone as opposed to myself as a black woman. And this is, I mean, just the truth. So fake friends, here's the way that you think about it and the way that you look at it. If someone, and I can give you millions of examples, if someone is hanging out with you and they joke about, oh, uh, hey, English teacher, you're my English teacher, you're my teacher, and they just want to learn English from you, like to, to have a friend that they can just practice their English with, they're not for you. <laughs> They're not for you. I'll tell you that right now because when ish hits the fan or when you need somebody, they're not really there for you. They're just using you to help practice their English. Now, if you're for that and you want to do a language exchange that's different, that should be something that's talked about. But if you are thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to go hang out with my friend and they're like, let's go, let's go have a study session or let's go practice some English. That's all you're going to get out of them. There's no connection or anything like that. So I would be leery of people like that. The second type of fake friend I would look into 
are people that want to just look cool. Now, let me explain. When you're in Seoul, yes, obviously there are more foreigners in Korea nowadays, but it's still pretty low in comparison to other countries. And I say this because when, and I've been with people and this has happened, when you are in Seoul, you're out and about and you're with, let's say I'm with a Korean friend. I'll just use my friend Neil as an example. Um, Him and I will be walking and we will be speaking in English people would stare at him with kind of like an envy. Number one, that he can speak English, but number two, that he's with a foreigner. Because it's like, ooh, like their English is good enough to be hanging out with a foreigner. Like, ooh, wow. And people would look at him and stare at him. And I remember asking him like, yo, like, does that bother you that people stare at you like that? Like, does it, does it make you feel some type of way? And he was like, no, I don't care. I mean, I feel like I'm cool, you know? And I was just like, huh. And I was like, so people actually make friends with people just so that they could kind of get an ego stroke. And he was like, oh, yeah, 100%. And I was like, oh, really? I was like, are you doing that? And he was like, girl, bye. No, like I'm not, you know. But it just had me thinking like, yo. And then I started meeting people who were like that, though. Like they always want to be super loud when we're in public. And they always want to show that they're with a foreigner, take pictures with you. And I'm just like, okay. So, but throughout the week, you don't want to talk to me. Only when we're, you know, going out on the weekend and you want to be around a foreigner. Um, and so it's, it is a thing. People can lie and say that it's not, but bruh, it's a thing. And it's happened to me enough times to where I've been like, hmm. And I don't think I would have noticed it had Neil not kind of mentioned it in passing that day. I don't think I would have really noticed it. And so in terms of fake friends, those are the two types of fake friends that I've, I've encountered in Korea, well, there's a third one. I'll be honest with you. There's a third one, but this is encountered more with dating. And this is just people who want to experience the novelty of being or dating a foreigner. This means that they don't really, you know, want you to meet their friends. They're not really trying to hang out with you on a regular basis in the daytime. Just people who are just being nasty, you know? And so if you have someone that only texts you, and it's the same in any country, that you up text, you know, or someone who doesn't really want to get you involved in what they're doing in real life, um, that's a red flag, 100%, and it's a fake friend. It's not someone who's really, really down for you. The reason why it's important to find genuine friends in any country you go to is because we are foreigners there. There are things that you're going to encounter that you don't know how to handle. And it will be helpful to have friends who are able to help you navigate those situations and stuff. And also for support, especially after uh, the pandemic, you need friendships and you need connection with people. And if you're abroad, and this happened to me the last time I was there last year, I felt super lonely because of the pandemic and not being able to make friends like I normally do and not and having restrictions on where we could go and what we could do. So friendships are super important, especially in other countries. I know that there are a lot of people who are probably really shy and don't make friends very easily, but I'm telling you, it heightens your experience of the con- the country and the culture 1,000% if you have genuine friends. And you don't need hella friends, but a few like really, really good friends helps to make your experience in a different country a thousand times better. And I'll stand on that until the day I die, honestly. So those three types of fake friends stay away from Ring the alarm, sound the alarm, eh, eh, eh. stay away from them because they're not there to promote you. They're not there to help you. Um, they might be, they might do nice things here and there, but it, I'm not talking about that. I mean, genuine friends. Now, real friends. 
I had a friend, and I'm actually gonna send you this. Uh, I'm gonna send him this. So Hyungjuna, annyeong. Um, so I basically, when I was first in Korea, I had a co-teacher, and he worked at the school with me. And um, basically, we became really good friends. Now, in my last episode, episode one, I talked about how because I had grown up with no parents and I didn't really have family like that. Um, we weren't close. I didn't know how to. Um, kind of cultivate those relationships, like friendships and stuff. So I went to Korea and, you know, Hyungjun is a real friend. Like he really, really wanted to be friends. Two things happened with that situation. Number one, I was so looped up on K-dramas that any, I think any guy who was like, hey, I would have been like, oh, my husband, oh my gosh, it's going to be just like a K-drama. And I'm just being honest. It was just, it was gross. But that was what I was thinking. I was so looped up on K-dramas. So that was the first thing that I kind of like tried to like push the barrier with that friendship because I was like, oh my gosh, he's Korean. Oh, this is like a K-drama. No, he's just trying to be your friend, chick, hang out, chill out, and just sit down somewhere, right? And then the second thing that happened was that I didn't know how to cultivate that type of friendship with him. And let me tell you what I mean. So Hyungjun and I were friends, um, and I remember we went and got cats together like I was like wanting like a a creature a comfort creature <laughs> yeah, a creature <laughs> I wanted a comfort creature something you know a pet and so Hyungjun went to the pet shop with me and this is what I'm talking about stuff like this where if you don't know the language very much I knew the language but not like a ton if you don't know the language very much and you want to do something like this to go to a pet shop I mean you could go but it's just easier if you have a friend so Hyungjun and I went to the pet shop and um there was a, like a set of kittens. They were brother or sister. So he was like, I want to get a cat too. So he called his family and he got a cat and I got a cat, the siblings. And so I remember us having that bond from getting those cats. One's name was Snowball and the other's name was Poncho. My cat was named Poncho. His name was Snowball. They were both white cats. And so what happened was, is when we, um, I had to go back to the States, I was visiting and I took Poncho to his family's house. And I remember during this time, he, I would go over there and I remember staying at his family's house one night and just feeling super uncomfortable because I didn't know how to have family. Like I didn't know, it's been so long since I had had family. I didn't know how to embrace that. And so I missed out on such a beautiful, um, connection that I could have had with his family I mean I still love his mom and uh when I see her sometimes on Facebook or something like that like I'll reach out but like I could have really connected with and this happened a lot in my travels and as I got you know older and I started to to realize it I tried to change it but because I didn't have that um the capacity to really like build relationships I didn't get to fully experience that but I remember hanging out at their house and you know we had our cats and so I took my cat Poncho to his house, and then Pancho has just been there ever since. Pancho's still there at his family's house in Gwangju, Korea, you know? And so, for real friends, these are the things you look at. You look at. Hyungjun was a real friend because he invited me into his life. Not only did I um, get to go to his family's house and have dinner with them, and, you know, he helped me with these things, but he also invited me to his graduation of college, like, I remember going to his graduation, having pictures with his family. Like, he invited me into his life. Uh, and that, for me, was huge. I didn't see it at the time, but I see it now. So, Hyungju, 고마워요. 진짜. I didn't see it at the time, but I see it now. 
um, how real of a friend he was. And I mean, he, he's always tried to like reach out here and there. And I'm so, I'm just now getting used to like people checking on me and stuff like that and building friendships with people that now it's easier for me to do it. But before I just didn't know how because I've been in survival mode for so long. And so for me, it was really, really, really interesting to see that dynamic. The second way to know someone's a real friend is they help you with daily tasks. Hyungjoon went to a pet shop with me, bro, and we sat there for a long time. Like things like that where, you know, if I called him while I was in Korea and said, hey, I really am sick, he would have come and brought me some medicine. He would have done that because he's a real friend. And so make sure that when you go and you're finding friendships and you're wanting to, to make friends with people, it's easier to have high quality friendships that are, you know, um, feeding you as opposed to having these like low friendships that don't really do much for you, but they're just there. I would rather have a high quality friendship uh, than to have just someone's presence, but it's a low quality friendship. So that is what I have for you today. I hope that this makes sense because I've not really ever talked about it very much, but it was something that I thought about and I thought, you know what, I need to e express this because it was a real thing that happened to me and it was a real thing that I noticed while being in Korea. So if you like this podcast, please like it. Do whatever you need to do to share it with people. Check out my TikTok if you haven't already at Joza World or follow me on Instagram and ask me questions there. I answer every DM on uh, my Instagram at Joza World. So if you're going to send me a DM, send, send it there. And also check out my YouTube channel, Joza World, where I am doing this awesome series about me conquering my bucket list items. I'm on episode four right now, Whew. and it is a, a beast. You know, if you guys want to see me struggling through the wild, um, then you might want to watch it. So anyway, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Let me know what you think, either in the comments or also on Instagram or TikTok. Let me know your thoughts on this podcast. I love you, and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope that you enjoyed the episode. I will be back here next week on Wednesday, so make sure you tune in. If you want to contact me or hit me up, make sure you check out my socials, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. All of them are at Joza World. I will see you next week and talk to you soon. Bye.